podcast that rewatches, reviews, and snaps his freaking neck for every movie you show and one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And this week we are covering Jessica Jones, Season 1, Episode 13, a.k.a. Smile! Original air date, or drop date, November 20th, 2015. Also, it's the season finale. I just yes. wanted to call that out there. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, if you haven't watched it yet, I just spoiled the season finale, so hopefully... <laughs> Hopefully you saw this beforehand. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> uh, all right. So as always, um, Tony, why do we say as always? Why, why do we always we, say that? Because we same always line? do it. Oh, okay. I mean, hey, it's true. That's, that's a good point. All right. Anyway, as always, here's the IMDb summary that we copy pasted. Jessica and Luke get help from someone else in the neighborhood. Kilgrave gears up for a major test of powers against Jessica. All right, I'm going to stop us right here. Mm-hmm. This IMDb summary is very misleading. <laughs> someone in the neighborhood makes you obviously think it's Daredevil. <laughs> I, I I guess so. When you consider Luke and Jessica, you've got two powered people. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're thinking the third only other powered pe- person we've seen. Um yeah. But the other thing that I want to call out about this IMDb summary is this is probably the most accurate and succinct uh, summary that we've heard. It's true. Yeah. I mean, this, I'm going to put it on the table. I love this episode, but it's very, it's not as convoluted as most other. There's not a lot, as much stuff happening in this episode. It probably makes it better. That's true. It's a, it, it keeps you... Uh, enticed throughout all of it mm-hmm. you you care more about the one storyline instead of caring about one of the three yeah that's true also yeah, that's... at least we get someone from another show in the show it's not like someone from the neighborhood happens to be malcolm or something like that <laughs> <laughs> that would be a much bigger disappointment <laughs> that's true uh, uh. Is uh is it is it possible to change the uh the episode descriptions? Because I kind of want to use that as something in uh in like an IMDb or something. I I honestly do not know. I know you can write your own, but I don't know if it will make it the top one. I don't know how that happens. Oh. All right, so there's probably a petition. You got to email someone. All right, it's a whole I, process. IMDb is some a kind of enigma. Because if you look at like the top four, like what people are most known for, it's not their most popular stuff. It's not like their highest grossing stuff or the highest on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know how that algorithm works. <laughs> Takes a number. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. All right. All right. Maybe we should get in the um, episode. <laughs> I guess so. All right. Fine. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we're going to do things a little differently this time. Because the episode is so straightforward, uh, we're not going to break things into chunks. We're just, um, I'm going to try not to do scene by scene, but it might get a little hard at some time. So uh, let's just start right out um, the direct, like, five minutes after the previous episode ends, Jessica is taking Luke into the hospital. Uh, we find a few things, like uh, everyone's freaking out why uh, needles don't work on Luke. And uh, luckily, Claire, the neighborhood nurse, I guess I, I wanted oh. to throw neighborhood in there. Anyway, luckily, Claire's there uh, mm-hmm. around to help and uh, help Jessica sneak uh, Luke outside. Yeah. So um, my first note is, hi, Claire. I had no follow up for that. Just like, oh, 
she just happens to be working there that night. Good, good for them. But um, this needle versus bulletproof skin scene reminds me a lot of uh, Superman Returns mm-hmm. when he, you know, falls to everything, goes unconscious, and they try to in- inject him with whatever they're going to inject him with to save his life. Um, I always have more problems with that because everybody knows that Superman is bulletproof. <laughs> that, mm-hmm. but Luke Cage, yeah, that's probably a surprise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I also this... want to get Jessica's mm-hmm. mind. What did she think was going to happen at the hospital? <laughs> well, I mean. I, okay, I'm going to give her credit for at least thinking, okay, medical professionals, maybe they'll have an idea, mm-hmm. right? And it's because she had no idea. Um, so. Granted, um, like a couple of weeks ago or two days ago from the, in the episode, I don't, <laughs> I don't know, um, he lived through an explosion in his bar. Um, it's a little surprising that a shotgun shot to the face uh, knocked him out. I don't actually know what the the power difference is between those two as like a direct amount versus an explosion. But um, uh, anyway, the the reason that I brought that up is because I'm thinking like, okay, maybe she has no idea, um, but at least they have something, some idea. I mean, later Claire says, oh, hey, maybe give him like, um, uh, she used some medical term, but I was just thinking Tylenol. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's essentially Tom. I can't remember what she gave him. But uh, to go back to the explosion versus shotgun, that was all. The explosion was all part of Kilgrave's plans, and he needed Luke alive for that. So I bet he told Luke to make an explosion that you'll survive through. So, like, Luke could have set the bomb in the back of his place and been far enough from the actual blast. Because it's more the, the concussive force that hurt him than the bullets yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah i mean it was premeditated so plus you know you so you you do a little bomb in the back of your bar and soak your entire bar with alcohol it will catch on fire and luke will live through that so maybe the explosion wasn't no we we saw the explosion it was pretty big yeah it it was noticeable yeah (laughs) And, um, I mean, a little bit of spoilers for future things. We, we see him go through some stuff. And um, and I, I guess sometimes we're like, oh, the, the other stuff that he was able to take, I would have assumed was stronger. But I guess that means that this other thing is even stronger. Okay, got it. Yeah. I don't know. Shotgun blast is pretty damaging. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just have no idea what the force... Like, if I were to look at the numbers... Mm-hmm. Then, like, oh, okay, if one number is 100 versus something else is 50. But I don't even know what to call those numbers. Force? It's probably called force. Um, Hold on. Power? Is it in joules? Is that what it's measured in? I don't, I don't know. Energy? <laughs> um, while I'm holding on, I'm, I'm just rambling. So um, I'm hoping to... Hmm? Let's see. It goes by the velocity... Uh, a velocity of a shotgun uh, uh, shell or um, 12 gauge shotgun uh, leaves with a velocity of 1610 feet per second 
I don't know what to compare that against. <laughs> because we don't know what kind of explosive he used. <laughs> okay, alright. Um, well, now we know the speed at which uh, a shotgun shoots. So there we go. Mm-hmm. Now we've learned something for the day. Yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Not very helpful. No, no. Uh, I feel like we just argued around in a circle and then decided to to just move on. The shotgun hit him in the face harder than the bomb did. <laughs> it was direct. I mean, that that's true, right? Yeah. It was okay. all right there and like what hit him in the chin <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was just below the the skull so yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. all right yeah. i'm going to conclude that we didn't come to a conclusion that works for me we will write this down maybe not <laughs> i definitely will <laughs> all right um so claire is able to sneak out luke while Jessica gets uh, stuck having to deal with her own problems. Um, she gets a call from Kilgrave, who's in the little security viewing area. And um, then as soon as she gets there, he tells everyone to find and kill her. Yeah. So I ran this three times to double check. When Jessica gives Claire the address, she also hands her her keys, knowing damn well that window's broken and those keys are pointless. <laughs> <laughs> I totally missed that. <laughs> yeah, I had to go because it's very hard to see. But so I had I went back, you know, Netflix's ten second skip back. I watched it like three or four times. But she is <laughs> holding out a second thing and you can hear in the sound mix keys jingling. So she's definitely <laughs> handling her the keys. <laughs> uh so that means either she completely forgot or she just didn't want Claire to be confused. Like, what, I'm supposed to get there and knock on the door? Or, like, yeah. as soon as she saw the door, I'm sure she would know. But, uh, huh. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I don't really have anything on Jessica escaping. Um, oh, actually, no, I do. I do have one thing. So, Kilgrave uh-huh. tells everyone in the hospital that Jessica is patient zero of some sort of crazy thing um virus or whatever um he i don't think he's ever really had a story before like this seems a little out of character right or am i just making something up Mm, yeah no you're right he doesn't really need a backstory he could just tell everyone to kill jessica jones (laughs) yeah i mean he he put the picture up there um Mm -hmm. the only thing i can think of is he's not 100% sure he'll be able to get everyone. So maybe if he gets enough people looking for her, then the other people who aren't affected by his power will believe it. Yes. But on the other side of that, you have someone who's patient zero. Unless they're a vampire, killing them will not help anyone else. (laughs) Okay, yeah, you're right there. Yeah, all right. The then he he really didn't need to have that story. Yeah. <laughs> um. How did she forward the call from the handset to her cell phone? Is that a thing you can do when you're actually talking to someone on the phone at the same time? I've I know that it's a thing you can do. I mm-hmm. have never used it once. There there's like a call forwarding feature. 
I have no idea yeah, how to like do it, it but it is. I mean, um, mm -hmm. oh. it's one. I don't know how to do it yet, but at my job, we're getting a whole <laughs> new phone system, and um, that's one of the features, or freaking not feature because I don't want it to go on my phone. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you have to program it, program it in before you receive the call. You can't do it as you're on the call with the person. Oh, at least from the VoIP system we're going with. <laughs> But I'm like, I don't know. I don't think that's possible. Could she have made it a three-way call without him noticing? I have. I haven't done a three-way call since I was like. I don't. I. I feel like I've done one, but like since I was very young. <laughs> don't you hear I... the dialing? <laughs> Uh, probably, yeah. I I know I've been in three-way calls, but I don't think I've ever initiated one, so I don't even know what the process is. Yeah. Hmm. I, I call shenanigans on this. Uh, movie magic. All right. Yep. Uh, they just want to make I it thought, easy. I thought it would be, like, when you see the cord go over to the being held in the door, I thought it would be, like, another phone like put up close to it, it still wouldn't be as clear and it would be kind of obvious in real life, but I'd buy that more if she had another phone she called her cell phone on and she just put the handset to the other phone. Yeah, that was one of the things I was thinking too. The other thing I was thinking is that maybe she just left it there and then she was off to find him while he did his evil man monologue. No, uh, But then she started talking. Yeah. 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 That, that, as soon as she started talking to him on her phone, I realized, okay, that was wrong. But... Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I also feel sorry for the woman who had a nose job who just got through into the door. But, you know, you know. She well, she was trying to, she, she was trying to protect herself. Yeah, she's going to have to get I another nose so. job. I don't know how it works, but you ever see the Brady Bunch movie? Yes, where Jan gets hit with the football and it's like this weird like clay smash thing. That's I mean, how I think. I've... <laughs> I, I was about to say I've seen it. Uh, I I'll pretend that I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how I think. If you get plastic surgery, because I don't know how plastic surgery works, but I assume that when she gets a nose job, it's like clay drying, and now she's got the smashed nose because she fell, got thrown into a door. <laughs> well, Tony, if, if I'm wrong, don't correct me. <laughs> Uh, okay, so if if from what I know or mm -hmm. remember, um, let's see, we're recording this episode. It's the beginning of August for us. I think it's we're, this is dropping at the end of September. So I think you have time if you want to go get a nose job and then mess with it and then find out. You can like splice yeah. in your findings right here. Or I could go to a plastic surgery clinic and punch someone in the nose and see what happens. That sounds less fun. Oh no! I mean, <laughs> they're both fine with me. All right, okay. Sounds a little more uh, lawsuit prone, but you know what? Yeah. You do you. Uh, I'd have to compare between getting two nose jobs because I'd have to get one, screw it up, and then get another one to fix it, or getting sued. I'll see which one is more expensive. <laughs> I know which okay. one feels better to me. The nose job, because yeah, you get the drugs. Okay. Yeah, but then I got smashed my own nose. <laughs> uh, All right. 
So, back at Jessica's place, uh, Claire starts taking care of Luke because uh, he's seizing, and so she decides to uh, go in through the eye, which is super gross. Mm-hmm. Uh, then she takes care of Jessica's leg because she noticed that she had a cut there. And then finally, she makes fun of Kilgrave's name, which at least is better than Taserface. Yes, Taserface. I watched that the other day. <laughs> <laughs> um. So... Does Luke have an unbreakable eye, or was he in danger of getting his eye popped? I don't know. Um, I mean, as far as we know, and I'm trying to remember even on his show, but I I think they say it's the skin. I don't know if they ever say anything about the eye. I really, I don't think it's the eye. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really nervous. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to remember what it was like when they explained how he got his powers and i don't remember what happened like what the process was but i would assume that whatever was going on maybe his eyes were closed in yeah because i think it was a painful thing right yeah i think it was in the water tank thing that Mm -hmm. could be wolverine no, it was something similar to that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Plus, I mean, he has unbreakable skin, and there's definitely not skin on your eyes. So. I'll I, take your word for it. I don't. I don't know what eyes are made of. Yeah. Um. I did this thing when I was first uh, working with kids. Is I ran a science program, <laughs> and a part a part of it was. Um, we'd go to the butchers and get parts of animals that they didn't want, didn't need like the lungs and the esophagus and the eyes. And I dissected a lot of eyes for a lot of groups of kids. And that's not skin. It's very squishy. No. Okay. And these kids were like seven. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Like I think seven was the youngest, like, cause we'd have different groups come in every day. It was like second to sixth grade. Oh, I was I was kind of half kidding, but okay, got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, I don't know if I shared this. I did that for a, like because we'd have throughout. It would be every Wednesday I would come and do that. Throughout the month, eventually I'd see every class, but I, so I'd be doing the same thing for four weeks in a row. Uh huh. Dissecting eyes for four weeks in a row. When I looked at people for a while after that, I always thought about what was inside their eye. <laughs> it took me a while to get over that. That's why I could never be a doctor, or I'm worried about people who are doctors always thinking about what's inside of me. <laughs> I mean, probably. Yeah. Yeah. It was really weird. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't really have anything else here. Um, uh, the only th- other thing I. Uh, can think of is something that actually happens later. So never mind. I I don't really have anything. Um, yeah. Oh, you know, actually, let's talk about that now. Um. So Jessica is um going to head out and look for Kilgrave, mm-hmm. and so before she leaves, she uh, gets into bed with Luke and talks to him while he's unconscious. She professes her love for him, basically saying that she. Uh, wanted to have a normal relationship with him and all that stuff because that's not the sort of thing she ever thinks about um and this is basically her goodbye speech because uh, it kind of seems like in her mind she's about to die yeah yeah 
I mean, this obviously calls back to the comics where they actually have a relatively normal life and a child together. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, eventually, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, spoilers, They all these shows get canceled, so it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Not, you can't really spoil reality, but... <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm crossing my fingers. I'm hoping the characters come back and something oh, yeah. else. And we yeah. get that, well, yeah, it's been five years or or 10 years, I guess, since, you know, we had that flash forward stuff mm -hmm. with, uh, with Endgame. So, yeah. Which we can talk about now, following our rules of spoilers. Yes, we can. So, <laughs> so just throwing that out uh, <laughs> as a reminder to everyone. So, <laughs> yeah. If it's bad on Blu-ray, it's fair game. That's, those are our rules. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm proud of um, Claire that she didn't just call Matt. Uh, to help, she actually asks if you need help from my superpowered friend, because having to fight um Daredevil would make things a lot worse and a lot better, but a lot worse. <laughs> yes, a lot worse for Jessica. A lot better for us. Yeah, see that fight. <laughs> I, I hope those guys meet someday. I think that would be interesting. That would be. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd like it. Um, I am. I. So it's interesting because, I mean, Jessica had the right response, right? She was like, yeah, that's that's not a good idea because if he gets taken over, then now I have to fight him too, basically. And, uh -huh. and it's just a whole problem. Um, she doesn't even know that his superpower is hearing really far. Oh, shoot. So. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like super vulnerable. Yeah. <laughs> it's like his, his extra kryptonite or something. I know. I was just thinking, like, you know, his cool ninja moves, not that he could be controlled right now. Kilgrave's super strong, and he could just hear him accidentally. And Daredevil's out, like, for later in the episode, when he says, kill each other, Daredevil's just out killing people. <laughs> yeah, that might have just happened. He could have been out for a nice little stroll. Uh, or maybe, you know, best case scenario, he was in the middle of beating up some gangsters or something, and then he just followed what Kilgrave said and maybe yeah. it just kind of worked out yeah but he I can, mean not for the he, gangsters yeah he also doesn't kill people that's like a big thing of his and he could kill people really easily so you know how some of these people are miraculously no one died in that big crowd fight we have later Daredevil definitely would have killed like three people <laughs> in that oh, like yeah. three minutes yeah easily <laughs> Um, I mean, I, I will give Daredevil, if he was called into this situation, he would be really sneaky and would probably be able to knock out Kilgrave pretty quick because Kilgrave isn't a fighter. So, you know, he'd go down. But sure. um, but yeah, I have no idea how that fight would really go. That's a that's a nice what if there. Yeah. Hopefully they'll do it in the what if TV show. They won't do it in the what if TV show. Yeah, I'm sure they won't. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's talk about Kilgrave for a little bit. So he's just being a whiny little brat and moaning to his dad about not being powerful enough to control Jessica. So he's being and, Kilgrave. Yep, exactly. His same old self. Uh, so he asks his dad, hey, what would happen if you gave me all of that chemical stuff right now at once? And uh, his dad has absolutely no idea. Either he gets stronger or he dies. Definitely just one of those two. There's no in between. There's no getting stronger, but he's super sick. Uh, none of that. It's only the one of the two. 
And yep. uh, yeah, so then they do it, and oh boy, is it painful for him. Yeah. Also, give this cool thing because the stuff they inject is purple. You get purple up his veins and stuff, kind of like the Purple Man, which is his name in the comics. Oh, you know, I actually missed that, um, but it explains something that happens at the end. So I'm gonna hold off on that a little bit. But um, huh, that that definitely explains that. All right. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's accurate. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> and I've got nothing else to say. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Okay. All right. Well, then in that case, let's move on. Let's go back to Jessica, who gets the lead on Kilgrave about where to go start looking for him. Uh, so she asks Claire to stick around and look after Luke, who eventually reluctantly agrees to do that. Um and then, uh, and then Jessica leaves. Um, so after she leaves, also, we're just going to throw this part of the scene in there. Uh, Malcolm shows up and asks who Claire is and why is she there? And so then they end up chatting. Um, and uh, Malcolm ends up helping, at least, you know, just kind of sitting by and, and watching Luke. Um, and I really like his quote because it was um, a little accurate there. It was, uh, oh, wow, Luke, if uh, he went down, uh, we're all in the shit. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's that's a problem there. Because if someone of his stature is down, yeah, there's a problem. Yeah, yeah. At least they still have Jessica, so they're, they're, they've got that. It's true. But um, I gotta say, how is Claire not fired from the hospital? She took days off relatively recently with the Daredevil situation. Now she leaves work early without um, without clocking out. And then she just no, I can't come in today. Is she like well, is she like super nurse? Is she like the best one ever, and they don't want to fire her? Maybe. I mean, she's. It sounds like she's a good enough nurse. I would say I have no idea what the scale is, but she's <laughs> she seems to be good at her job. Um, well, I and feel then, like I mean, for, it, for the scale, I could look it up and not compare it to anything, and. <laughs> <laughs> okay you start doing that i'm gonna start saying things right now to kill some time uh <laughs> um i don't know no i mean i guess you're right because it's you know all of a sudden leaving but you know people have to do that sometimes with work um but i have no idea how long this has been in comparison to the daredevil stuff no i mean what daredevil came out like when this came out Daredevil came out in like April, I want to say. I'm not going to look it up. And then <laughs> it was the same year. Yeah, yeah. This came out in November. I we've been saying for 13 damn weeks that <laughs> November 20th, 2015. And how did the ghost scroll up to find out when this came out? <laughs> well, yeah. Eventually, it's just you know it comes out automatically. You're not really thinking. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. November. <laughs> yeah. And you think, I, I mean, I've got to assume that Daredevil comes in and gets patched up by um, by Claire frequently. So there's probably more times where she's had to call out to make sure he doesn't die. <laughs> probably. I'm trying to think of it now. Like, I mean, he's only had to do that a few times. Well, yeah. I'm wondering if he's just gotten better so he does it less. I doubt it. 
<laughs> yeah, that's fair. All right. <sighs> All right. All right. Ready to move on? Yeah. All right. So uh, Trish and Jessica uh, talk a little bit in their car just outside of a um, Manhattan apartment. And uh, they're trying to basically plan, uh, I guess, their next moves. What's What they're going to do if Kilgrave is actually there and et cetera, et cetera. So uh, they decide that they need a code phrase, something that they would never say uh, in in case. Uh, so that way they, they know that uh, they are or are not being controlled by Kilgrave. So Jessica chooses, I love you, as the thing that she would never say, which I guess fits because she... Uh, basically completely said that uh, to uh, to Luke, that she also never had any assumption that she would want a regular relationship with people and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So she leaves, goes to the apartment. It's a little too late. Uh, Kilgrave is gone. Albert is missing some arms. Some other guy is flending them. A third guy is dead on the floor. I wasn't 100% sure, but... Yeah, he's you know, dead. Case. Yeah, he is? Okay. He injected Drano into him because there was a syringe and Drano there. Ah, I missed the syringe. Okay, I saw the drain. All right. Um, yeah, and so that's just too late. Um, Albert wakes up telling J- Jessica that Kilgrave is way stronger now. Uh, and then he uh, he kicks it because, you know, when you're missing two arms, you're you're not going to live for very long without medical attention. Yeah. Um, my first thing, my reaction would be like, he's so strong. He told me my arms to fall off and they just did. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think that was possible. (laughs) That would be, that would be crazy. I mean, I wonder if he's ever tried something like that. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) I'm sure, I'm sure that wouldn't work. uh, Like when he was a kid. Oh Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so while Jessica is there, she also calls up her uh, her good buddy uh, Jerry Hogarth, and uh, you know Jessica is not happy because she found Hope's aborted fetus there. <laughs> yeah, I completely forgot about that whole storyline. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Jessica's just not happy that that basically led to uh, him getting more powerful. And uh, she also forces Hogarth to represent someone else who is about to be uh, uh, charged with murder. Yeah, the, the guy who's currently blending um, Albert's arms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so let's go back a little bit with uh, Trish and Jessica's conversation. Yeah. So if you were being mind-controlled, what would your code be that you never say? Let's move to Canada. Fair. Yeah. My, my would, mine would be, no, thank you. I don't want any more tacos. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to be clear. I have nothing against Canadians, but it snows there, and I just don't want to live in the snow. It's true. He has a... I mean, you used to live in Utah, but of choice, you have lived in california and florida <laughs> yes mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly and i uh i did not enjoy the winters there 
That was yeah. not fun. <laughs> um, have I told you about, uh, or at least on this podcast, about my sister when she moved to Albuquerque, New Mexico? I don't think so. I am familiar with the fact that she used to live there. Yes. Um, <laughs> she moved there with her now husband, at the time fiancé, um, in like April. April or May. Sometime in the spring. Uh-huh. And come November... I get a frantic call from my sister saying, did you know it snows here? <laughs> she, she had no idea that it snowed there until the day it started snowing. <laughs> did she, did she like just get rid of all of her winter clothes when she moved? She's like, ah, I don't need to take those with me. Yeah. Well, she, she assumed she was moving to a desert. She didn't realize it's a very high desert and snow comes with that. I don't, I don't, <laughs> It was more that she had never driven in the snow, and that's what she freaked out about. I'm like, yeah, that, that, I, that's difficult. Yeah, personally, if I'm moving somewhere, I had to do a little research, but <laughs> no one informed her. <laughs> well, you know, you you probably like think about the basics. Like, if I were moving to New Mexico, my first thought is if there are flash floods there. Or maybe I'm thinking mm-hmm. of Phoenix. Either way, that's what comes to mind. So I would look into that that scary weather thing. I would not yeah. think of snow at all, honestly. True. <laughs> hmm. Or I, I'd be worried about like uh, wrong turns and how to do directions because Bugs Bunny always get takes the wrong turn to Albuquerque. So is it that's what I knew about Albuquerque. It, it wrong, was at Albuquerque. He took it at to Albuquerque. Oh, yeah. Right. That, mm. And it's not just because it's funny to hear Bugs Bunny say Albuquerque. <laughs> so when living there, you make sure that you have every possible thing there for directions. You need a printed map. You need uh, some sort of GPS system like Google Maps. Uh, and then, you know, just in case, you need a, a compass to find north, I guess. Um, the freeways in Albuquerque... Uh, the on ramps and off ramps are the same ramp. It's like it's like a hill, and you should merge on. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that the first time I visited my sister there, and like twice, uh, forgetting this, not twice in a row. Luckily, I got on the freeway and got off the freeway, and I was completely like, "What the hell was that?" <laughs> it's like whoop and up and then down. I'm like, "Oh damn it!" <laughs> the first time I was confused. The second time I was annoyed with myself. <laughs> It's like a really crappy roller coaster. Please. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> yep. Ah, <laughs> uh, all righty. I think we should get back into it. But first, we have a sponsor, so I think we should uh, jump into that. So Albuquerque um, Tourism Board. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, they might be next week. We'll see. We'll talk to someone. Uh, all right, uh, Tony. Um, now it's okay if you don't have one off the top off the the top of your head uh i'll I'll wait if you need to think about it but what is your evil villain name um dr badass guy (laughs) all right well tony no offense but if i were to quote the fine people at evil villain names inc they would say Tony, that is the suckiest name that ever sucked. I have no idea why they all have squeaky voices, but they do. Um, also, it's accurate. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, they say that line a lot. That's that's why I know what they would say. Um, because let's be honest here, it is really hard to make up an evil villain name. So imagine the process for creating a name. Um, if I were to go out right now and try to think of an evil villain name, uh, most likely you're going to uh, go online and look for a BuzzFeed quiz or maybe one of those charts that use the first letter, your first name and the month you were born, and you know, that, that sort of thing to figure that out. And then, mm-hmm. and then you use some auto-generated thing to, to figure that out, right? I, that's, that, that's basically it. That's what everyone has to do. Yep. Well, or think of a really crappy name like I did. Exactly. Yeah. If you're just on the spot and you need to think of something, well, you're stuck with that. Also, well, Bad Villain Names, Inc. I, you, you hurt my feelings by saying it's the suckiest name that ever sucked. <laughs> just saying. Well, you need a better name. It's true. (laughs) And that is why the fine people at Evil Villain Names, Inc. like to take the hands-on approach. They ask you the most intimate questions to get the name right. And a name is important. It's the branding that you're stuck with forever. I used their service and found the perfect villain name for me, Evil Al. But it only counts if you use the voice that way. Because, you know, that's part of the customization package. There are no Killgraves, Killmongers, or Taser faces here. Best of all, you can take their free online quiz ahead of time to understand the type of villain that you are. Are you a mastermind, a cult leader, an assassin, an evil soldier villain? Tony, I took their test, and it turns out I am a 404 not found. Oh, wow. Use promo code MCU Rewind today to get a free introductory session over Zoom. Uninstall Zoom at your own risk. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, thank you, fine people at Evil Villain Names, Inc., and uh, everyone. Feel free to, to use their services and let us know what you get. I'm curious. You don't hear a lot of inks nowadays. No, <laughs> I, I, I appreciate them bringing it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Them and almost every one of our other sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like someone is making these up and they can't think of anything else. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so Jessica goes to the docks. So she's at a point now where she knows, all right, Kilgrave is at the docks because, well, uh, something that we skipped over in the previous scene, Trish said, yeah, you know, he, he left that picture there for you to find him. So it's a trap. He's, he's getting ready. And um, so we get what is probably the only scene in this whole season that has um high intensity music associated with a scene uh-huh. or an entrance to something trying to think this yeah. is not a very music oriented show it does doesn't have it's a lot not. of that although yeah i'm you, you will be hearing the song at the end of this episode oh, oh um, good <laughs> yeah. um yeah so basically jessica walks in listening to her headphones and uh Kilgrave calls in a ton of cops to point the guns at her. And then we find out it's not Jessica at all. Ah, it's Patsy. Uh, and then the fire alarm goes off for some reason. I wasn't 100% sure on the, on the reasoning behind that. Uh, but the fire alarm goes off and then you know, action scenes happen. Police shoot mm-hmm. at Jessica and not Patsy, I guess. Um, Lucky. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, and then... Uh, Jessica makes it out uh, just fine uh, after jumping over um, 10 cops. cops in a single bound. Yep. 
or however many there were. Yeah. So how is this the first time they've put headphones on to ignore Kilgrave? <laughs> Did it work? <laughs> yes. Okay, I I meant uh, to so rewind. I don't know because I don't think he did he ever give a command. That's why I, that's what I was trying to remember. Uh, I I really I should have rewound there. Um, I don't think he first, gave a command. When when she was first walking in, I know for a fact that he was not giving a command, but I don't remember later on. So maybe he didn't. Maybe you're right. Yeah. But come on, guys, this is like obvious like just don't listen to him just don't listen to him and walk up to him and put handcuffs and a gag in his mouth yeah got some noise canceling headphones uh make them really loud yeah mm-hmm. I, I mean we even saw that at the end of season one of uh of uh, agent carter yeah mm-hmm. also um less dramatic and i know i'm going to bring this up when we cover it but uh, Bucky in Civil War, when the guy's uh, Zemo is saying the code words, instead of punching himself out and failing, he goes with hands over his ears and goes, la, 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 la. <laughs> I mean, it works for everyone else when they're a child. Yeah. Yeah. Also, if you can't hear the code words, you can't be triggered. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what happens if, if he would start saying it? But saying them wrong. Like, so then you're saying them out of order? I think like, there's probably a reason there's an order. Exactly. So he's messing with it. So, like, like if if you ever see someone counting a number and you mm-hmm. just start saying other numbers that are wrong, it'll completely mess them up. So yeah, what if, I do you know, Bucky had... Frequently. Yeah, there you go. So if Bucky, like, knew the next three words, what if he said them out of order and, like, completely messed, messed Zemo up? Yeah, I mean, if he said like homecoming and then Zemo's, or um, he said like the next, yeah, if he just scrambled them up, he might he might have gotten away with it, but he's not that smart. Yeah, or even change the names of some of them too. Like I think one of them was Truck. If he had said Taco Truck instead, that would have messed with it, <laughs> and then he would have wanted tacos. Yes, well, everyone does <laughs> all the time. <laughs> exactly. So I, I definitely, I wrote down uh, when she jumps over the cops, definitely not a superhero landing because that was <laughs> rolling stop, hit a fence. Not great. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I don't know why I was assuming that she'd be um, uh, more accurate with that. Like, cause she can definitely jump that far, I think, it, but I guess she's, she's probably never really tried. Never really tested the limits. She goes for height, not distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we we know that she jumps from the ground to, like, the 13th floor or whatever Trish is on. So. That's right. We haven't seen that in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was doing that all at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Uh, all right. Well, Jessica makes it away, and then... Uh, she's able to uh, get outside and she sees Kilgrave and a bunch of, well, basically zombies. People who are just kind of standing there waiting around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, 
Kilgrave tells everyone to start killing each other, which is also the point where Trish loses her headphones. And of course, so she's yeah stuck in, in that fight now. Uh, Jessica is going through them, not jumping over them also, I guess. So she's stopping some of them from killing each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Kilgrave yells at everyone to stop and then everyone does stop. Um, and then this is the part where I uh, wanted to mention uh, why he looks so weird. Um, I was thinking he looks uh, demonic. That was kind of the phrase that I was had in mind. But um, it makes a lot of sense with what you said earlier, Tony, that he's all purple because of the serum stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, completely did not put two and two together. It's okay. It makes seven, so you're good. I'll all right, you out. cool. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um. So everyone stops. Uh, Kilgrave is trying to figure out if he's actually able to control Jessica or not. He's doing some things to test her and decides to uh, just take Trish instead. And he says a few things like, oh, they'll have her uh, slit her throat if we ever see you and all this other stuff. Uh And uh, and then uh, eventually Jessica convinces Kilgrave that, yeah, he's actually able to control her. Does not work out for him though. No, no. Um, yeah, he's he's really easy to convince suddenly. <laughs> yeah, that was like five, ten seconds maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's because he really, really wanted to believe it. But yeah, um, this is what you do is like you make her do other stuff to make sure that she's under control, like kill somebody. I mean, way to jump to the nuclear solution there, Tony, but okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I mean, that's, the, that's literally the only thing she wouldn't do for him, like, to trick him. Yeah, that's a good point. She, uh, unless he doesn't want to chance that one, because the last time he had her kill someone, she became immune. That's true. Maybe, maybe that's one of the things he wants to avoid. Yeah. Um, I... I like the next snap. It's like, um, it's it's like anticlimactic, but it's very cathartic to see him finally die. <laughs> oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, also, you can't have a real. Their powers are so different. You can't have them actually physically fight each other, which is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, once once they get up close, yeah, it's it's definitely a. a you know, she wins easily, hands down. It's like Batman versus the Joker, right? Once Batman catches up to the Joker, he's going down. True. Unless he's got a knife in his shoe. Well, what is he, a Kingsman? No. He had a knife in his shoe in uh, The Dark Knight. Oh, yeah, that's right. Forget about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, well. yay! Kilgrave's dead, and oh, Kilgrave's dead because he was a cool villain. <laughs> I mean, he was. When you start comparing him to all the other villains we see in the MCU, yeah, he yeah. To uh-huh. be fair, they're getting better. Like la- most of Phase Three had some pretty good villains. That's true. I'm trying to think of them now. We had uh, we had um Zemo. In, oh yeah, uh, Civil War. Mm-hmm. And in Homecoming, we had I've um, already the Vulture. Vulture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which I think was a good villain. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see. Strange was... Um, 
I didn't care about I mean, the human person, but I like Dormammu. He was a good villain. Yeah, but Dormammu had like two minutes of on-screen time. I don't, I don't know yeah, if I really or, count him as the villain. Or forever. <laughs> <laughs> However you think about it. No, um... Yeah. Let's see, so... What's his name? Was we... Cassilius. Caduceus? Cassilius. Caduceus is from Critical Role. Cassilius. <laughs> I'm going to take your word for it, because I, I can never remember his name. Um, let's see, Spider-Man. Uh, Ego was a pretty good villain in Guardians 2. Yeah, he was. He was. And Taserface. Taserface was a good yeah. villain. Alright, I don't know, Taserface <laughs> was generic. <laughs> um, Thanos. Oh, well, yeah, totally. Yeah, um, I don't care for Ant-Man. Let's see, there are like ten movies in Phase 3. <laughs> there were. Oh, uh, oh, Killmonger. Hella. Killmonger oh, yeah, was Hella. great. Hello was great. Um... Yeah, Captain Marvel's villain wasn't that great. Yeah, I mean, that was a better better. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're not the best. Yeah, that's true. Uh Okay. You can consider Grandmaster a villain. And Jeff Goldblum makes everything better. I mean that's that's true, yeah. All right, all right. All right. I, I think we're I think we're good. I think we've enumerated all the uh, enough villains here. <laughs> so we'll we'll see what Phase Four brings when when we start getting some of those things out there. But okay, see if they they continue that upward trend. So, uh cool. So yay, Kilgrave is dead. Also, everyone immediately stopped listening to him. So that was also good. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was. Definitely a, a fear, I guess, that mm-hmm. everyone would still listen to him. And that would be also, it was lucky that he... Well, not lucky. It was part of Jessica's uh, strategy to make everyone stop fighting. Because it's not... If they had to continue it for, what, 24 or 48 hours or however long it's got, uh, stop, although sucks to stay there 48 hours, won't kill you. That's true. Yeah, you're right. That that definitely saved their lives, <laughs> or some of their lives. I don't know how many people actually made it through that all the way. Yeah, I I saw one like just pausing it. I saw one person on the ground. I couldn't tell if they were trying to get up or they were dead. I'm going to assume everyone survived that. No one had weapons, so most one guy likely had a sledgehammer. Oh, well then, I never mind. It, but he he has it behind his back when Jessica walks up. Like, they do a close-up of that. <laughs> well, hopefully he didn't think about using the sledgehammer. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. So, um, I don't I don't know. I don't really have anything else to say. Like, I feel like I should have more because it's the, the climactic end. But there really isn't much left to say other than, yay, Kilgrave is dead. Yeah, I mean, there's not much... After I think it's, I think it's a commentary on how vengeance doesn't really satisfy you. That's what Smart Tony would say. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, her life's that, that... Not, I mean, yeah. There's no one trying to control her anymore, but her life's not like instantly better. No. Then again, from her perspective, I mean, if you spend your 
you know, every day uh, in constant fear of, of someone. Now that this person's gone, that's that's still a relief. It's still probably oh, yeah. better than it yeah. was the day before. That's true. All right, so I guess let's move on. We'll finish out the episode and talk about the everything else that wrapped up. So uh, Luke wakes up, and Claire explains what happened, says that Jessica was arrested for killing Kilgrave. Um, and then he rolls a natural 20 on stealth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He <laughs> makes it out somehow. Um, there's no creaky floor that she heard. Um, did he just jump out the window? Maybe that's what it was. No, he the window was closed. I looked... The shades were drawn. <laughs> All right. Well, never mind. <laughs> I don't know how so it happened. He just like he just vanished. Maybe he was a figment of Claire and Jessica's imagination the whole time. <gasps> no, nah, probably not. Never mind. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So that's that's it with that. Luke mysteriously leaves, um, and I don't know if we honestly ever get a explanation for that. Um, even when his show starts, but yeah, right, I, so. I don't think so. But okay. we'll, we'll see. What if we're completely wrong and the show opens with him slowly, like crawling out the window and just falling down three stories? Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've we've said we have horrible memories with these things, so yeah, maybe that's what happened. Or even better, deleted scene. We see Claire looking around, and she looks through the broken window in the hallway, and Luke's standing there waiting for the elevator. And she's like, what the hell, man? (laughs) (laughs) What if he just hid under the bed? (laughs) Yeah, that... (laughs) Maybe he's behind the refrigerator. You know it's all crooked and stuff, so... Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We just cut away before Claire finds him. <laughs> exactly. They just had to wait three more seconds. <laughs> he could have gone to the restroom. He was unconscious for like a day. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he relieved himself in the bed because he was unconscious and he was embarrassed, and that's why he left so quickly. Oh, that would make sense. I'd be embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> All right. And any other theories there? You could move on. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm tapped. Okay. All right. Um, so the and the other thing that we see is uh, Jerry Hogarth defending Jessica and uh, getting her out. So um, mm-hmm. we see again why Hogarth is such a high priced lawyer. She's really good at uh, shutting down everything that other person is saying of trying to get Jessica, you know, on murder charge and all that stuff. And Hogarth's like, we we all know that's not going to work. So stop trying. And then yeah. she does stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she pokes a hole in every argument, and then there's so many witnesses who saw Kilgrave do that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Those witnesses, the cops, yeah. And true. Yeah. So, she gets out, and then uh, Jessica gets home, and she's not doing too good, I guess? Um, you know, she's still reeling in the aftermath of all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, she sees Luke is gone. Malcolm is there cleaning up. Uh, Jessica starts listening to some of her voicemails uh, for people who want to hire her for help. And um, 
she ignores all of them because she is not a hero for hire. No, the, that's the guy who just left. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, she's a hero for hire, though. She's for hire. Yeah. She's just not a hero. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah. Mm, it goes through the entire series of her saying that she's not a hero, mm-hmm. even though she does heroic stuff. Yep. She's a hero despite herself. And, uh, you know, to to really, like, what's the phrase? Like, push it home or something like that? To uh-huh. really, um, whatever. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Push um, it home. Yeah. The last, <laughs> the last shot is um, pulling out through the broken window in the door, which is the main character of this whole program. This is the saga of the door. <laughs> it started by going in on the door and it closed by going out on the door mm-hmm. All right. and then the last thing to bring up just because we're here um, and I didn't know where else to put it uh, Trish gets a delivery of a ton of files about IGH so oh, yeah. she gets Ooh. all those from her mom and we'll talk about those when we get to season 2 because yes. that's a nice lead up to that yeah, we might. I don't know. We might bring it up a little bit for the defenders, which actually comes before season two. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure what else uh, happens in there. I don't really remember much about the defenders, so okay. I don't. I don't know either. <laughs> well, we'll find well, we out might. whenever that is. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. All right, and that's it. That was season one of Jessica Jones. So. Um, the only thing we have left to do is rate this. Tony, are, are we rating the episode or the season? Or both? We can rate both. I mean... Okay. Yeah. So let's start with just the episode. So, Tony, how many neck snaps do you rate the season? Well, you you said we'll start with episodes. Sorry, and how, episode. many <laughs> how many Which neck one? snaps do you rate this episode? Episode um, <laughs> I love this episode. I will give it a five. I thought this was a perfect ending to it. Um, got some cool scenes, got a guy with his arms chopped off, but still alive somehow. <laughs> I know, I liked it. This was my, I think this is one of my favorite episodes, if not my favorite episode of the whole uh, season. I am going to be very boring and say pretty much exactly the same thing. I mean, it was... Uh, because it was just the one storyline, like com- compact, like we didn't have a bunch of other things. It didn't really like detract from it, and because that storyline was good, you know, I was into it a lot more. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm giving it also a five because it was uh, a great ending to the whole season. So yeah, cool. All right, so now uh, as far as the season goes overall, um, how would you rate this on a scale of one through five? out of incriminating photos okay i was really hoping you're going with like broken doors but oh, uh, that would have worked also yeah um it's too late yeah it's too late i would give this a four pro yeah four um i i do enjoy a majority of the show but like all almost all netflix shows there are lulls and there are things that just take forever and frame and storylines I just don't care about. But I love Jessica. I like Trish. I like how they don't um 
they knock I actually like that they knocked Luke Cage out for the last episode so she can't say so he can't save her cuz that would be really cheap in her own show. Mm-hmm. Overall, yeah. I I enjoyed the show but it's not perfect. I'm going to say pretty much the same thing. I'm going to give it a 3.5. Um I was kind of really excited to rewatch the whole season just cuz I remember loving it so much the first time and I had only watched it the one time. And some of those lulls, like you were mentioning, were just a bit more of a lull for me. Like I just, I, because, you know, part of it was I, I knew exactly where it was going and I was just kind of waiting for that to, that part to end. Uh, and so, yeah, th- that's it. But I mean, overall, it's still a great show. Mm-hmm. Um, enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah. Now okay. you finally get to watch uh, season three. Oh yeah, Exactly. Off. I will start doing that one tomorrow because it's a little late for me right now. But yeah, I've been I've been also counting down until that. So <laughs> finally. <laughs> uh, all right, Tony. Um, I think we're good. Are we? Uh, you ready to close this out and explain to everyone what happens next? Yes. So next time we'll be switching to another female hero. We'll be covering Jessica Jones, season two, episode one, "The Lady in the Lake." Uh, nope. No? Nope. Agent Carter. That's what I said. I thought I said Agent Carter. No, you said Jessica Jones. We are covering Jessica <laughs> Jones. Not Jessica. Damn it. So <laughs> <See>, you did. <laughs> I honestly don't know. I, I feel like I said Agent Carter. But we but have a recording. I know. We have a recording. I could very well be wrong. So we in be a switching month or so, to, You know, I'm yeah, leaving so, this all in. Stop. Okay, it. perfect. Join us next time when we cover Agent Carter, Season 2, Episode 1, The Lady in the Lake. I almost hit AKA. <laughs> um, if, if you enjoyed the first hour and you could ignore the last two minutes and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast uh, catcher. And remember to um, follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind. And as always, we start with that phrase and end with that phrase. This is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Jessica Jones, Season 1, Episode 13, a.k.a. Smile, signing off. Have a marvelous day.